Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 290. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Dark Knight of News, Andrew Goldfarb. Hey, Greg. Hey, Andy. How you doing? <laughs> Did you see? So, uh, we our comments normally get upvoted to the top of reviews. Like, yeah. it's, the rev- it's the comment that's like, hey, I'm Greg. I reviewed this game asking questions. The top comment on Dead Island Driftide is just me saying hi to you. Yeah, and I said hi right back, though. I love you were it. up You were up there with me at the embargo. We were doing it. Yep. Doing it live. Yeah. And... As always, ladies and gentlemen, the pride of Long Island, our ray of sunshine, Colin Moriarty. <sighs> How, how's your life over there? You're, you're looking at your phone pretty hard. Yeah. We're, we're recording I'm, on I'm Thursday. I'm sexting him. Or no, at, on Tuesday, our real yeah. day. You're a little ahead of yourself. Well, I mean, I, I default still. I'm still yeah. old school. Mm. The defaulting to Thursday for mm. when we record podcasts. Mm. We are recording Tuesday afternoon. Colin is watching, or I guess just keeping track of the score box. Yeah, I'm there. trying to doubt. I have any let, game centers. Let, everyone know. let everyone know what's going on right now with your beloved Islanders. Uh, they're in sixth place uh-huh. in the Eastern Conference. Three games left to play. But there's only a few points sp- sp- spread between the fifth and ninth place, and you have to be in eighth place or above to make the playoffs. Now, chances are good that they'll make the playoffs, but I'm not confident until it actually happens because I'm an Islanders fan. Uh-huh. Um, so if they win against the Hurricanes tonight and the Jets lose to the Capitals, they will clinch the playoffs. Um, That's big. When was the last time they went huge. to the playoffs? 2007. It's a long time ago. The last time they won a playoff series. 1993. Also a long wow. Time ago, so that's the last time they got past the first round. Yeah. Wow. Mm. I remember mm. very well. Are you still planning on having to? Are you going to run back if this happens? Um, yeah, it? I was talking to my father about it. Actually, not, not pretty recently. Whatever. I can't really take the time off, unfortunately. Father. Father. Just don't Why go not? to E3. Because E3. I'm because I'm taking a week off to go to Nate's uh, wedding and in Philadelphia. And yeah. uh, I'm going taking to a time. week off to go to a wedding. Yeah, and because I'm I'm then going to my girlfriend. She's graduating with her PhD. Oh. I think this is a once in a lifetime thing you should you, you should go for. Yeah. I was I I've been to the playoffs before. It, it's something I would like to do. What if they're in the Stanley Cup Finals? If they advance, I, I told myself if they advance past one round, then I will go back to Long Island uh, and take care of it. But wouldn't that be during E three? Like uh, like if it's like the last round would be during E three, right? It, aren't the Stanley Cup Finals normally during E yeah, three? Yeah, it's it's starting later this year because of the lockout. I don't know. Whatever. I got to figure out a way to. So I have Game Center anyway. I watch it. On <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I watch it on my iPad, my computer, my PS3, but I don't have it on my phone. So I'm gonna try to download it on my phone while we do all this. And uh, that's good. That's good. Oh great! Yeah, that'll make for a great show. Um, whatever. Goldfarb, we can carry it. We all, we always do. Does anyone yeah. know the Wi-Fi password? Yeah, I, I think I have a screen cap of it. But I always take a new uh, screen cap every time they update the Wi-Fi. You're so smart. You're smart. Well, it's because IGN's I'm stupid. I, <laughs> IGN's psycho <laughs> about it. They they change the Wi-Fi password more than the every goddamn Pentagon. Um. Is it? No, this probably isn't right anymore. Oh no, yeah, you te- you you texted it. To yeah, me but I think they back. changed them like the next day. Oh, hold on, I'm on. No, I'm on. I'm on the Wi-Fi. I can get it from here. This is a fascinating podcast. Just pull. It, <laughs> wait, you're already on the internet on your laptop. Just yeah. pull it up here, right on the laptop. Well, I'm gonna need to get questions off of it. <laughs> hold on. Oh, I'm, not on the, I'm not on the right one here. This is good stuff. This is all. Well, this is what people tune into. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you just somehow yes, stumbled into this. This is Podcast Beyond, the number one PlayStation podcast on the <laughs> internet. We're <laughs> a product of IGN.com. Episode two ninety ten weeks. Until episode 300, we're doing a live show here in San Francisco. We've been talking to you for a while about how to get and be a part of it. Uh, not much has changed. We're going to do it just like last year. Stick with me here, ladies and gentlemen, all right? Uh, unlike, the, um, unlike Beyond 200, when we did it here in the office, right now we've been looking into getting a venue. Like actually getting a stage, taking you somewhere AT&T fun. AT&T Park. AT&T Park <laughs> for the thousands. It's too small, though. <laughs> <laughs> um. We don't have that venue booked yet, so I'm gonna. If you want to be part, 
of Beyond 300 is just like Beyond 200. You need to write into beyond at IGN.com. We need your full name, your age, and your email address and phone number just to be care- careful. And call it something specific. No, I'm getting there. The okay. message of your email should say – The subject you mean. Subject of your email. Well, don't they call it your message too? I assume message would mean the body. That's true. You're right. I mean, I, I, I meant subject, okay. but I thought I could get away Start with it. Start all over again. Beyond. 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 What's up, Brady? Welcome to podcast Beyond. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So, name, age, email. Emergency medical number. contact. Right, that's just those four things in the body of your email. Yeah. Then in the subject line, Beyond 300 invite. Now, here's the big thing. We did this last week, Beyond 200. We're all friends here. We're all best friends here. We, you, you listen to us. You're not a fan. You're a friend. Don't send in your RSVP if, you, if you're on the – well, maybe I'll come. Maybe I won't. If we get to the point where we have to actually put a head count on this thing, don't take up somebody's spot on the off chance you might be able to come. Just only yeah. send it in if you're confirmed. I'll tell you this right now with nothing to back it up. I sincerely doubt we get so many people we can't accommodate people coming. So go ahead and do it. It should be good to go. I, if, if, it get, if, next, if we get so many – that I need to put a suspend on it until we find out what, how big our stage is, all that other stuff. Don't book hotels. I'll tell you next week. But I'm imagining it'll be like 200 where we ha- we're fine. We had no problem accommodating everyone who wanted to celebrate this momentous occasion. Because believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, this is your day too. Uh, Beyond 300 is a huge event for IGN, for us as people, but it's a huge event for you. You, you make this podcast with us. You're a big part of it, obviously. Beyond at IGN.com. You can be part of the show any day. I have a question. Hit me with it. Okay. It's weird. I got to turn. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we also, yeah. we're in a brand new podcast room, too, and it's, it's oriented in an odd way because it's not a round table. It's like a like a. I think it's just it's one of those things where first off we don't have to worry about the stupid mics falling over anymore. Yeah, now we can easily get to them. The That's cords true. are not a problem like they were before. Thank you, Alex Olmia. But it's just about adjusting to it. Now, the yeah. one thing I'll tell you right now that I don't like is I have to take my eyes off the piece so of the computer. It. Why can't you pull it over here? Uh, I don't want to touch anything in case oh, it yeah. breaks. That's true. That's true. <laughs> this, re- this reminds um, me of the old podcast room. Yes, it is very mm-hmm. much like the old podcast room. I can't wait to decorate it. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. So I have a question. Yeah. Um, well, I'm getting on on Twitter, uh-huh. um, at Garfeb, uh, I'm getting all kinds of questions nice from people job. asking if they should uh, book their flight now, if they haven't been confirmed yet. Sure. That's a risk I can't tell you to take or not take. Right. That's Again, what, I keep what I'm telling you. But, well, but we are of... set on July 12th. Right. So theoretically, you're to be in the San Francisco area that day, you were probably – 90% fine. Again. We, what we can't guarantee right now is that you'll be necessarily selected to come, I guess. And what we're saying there is you can't be guaranteed. Right. We can't guarantee anything right now. Yeah. But I can tell you, like, if tomorrow, like, right now, Casey Lynch is one working on venues. If he comes to me, he's like, we can't find a venue. We're just going to do it in the lunchroom again at IGN. So, and we were able to fit everyone last exactly. time. Exactly. And remember that's what, what I'm saying. Like, I remember when I said, I'm like, no one's going to come to this thing. Yeah. And then we ended up like, packing that. Yeah. Packing that money. I mean, we're going to pack it. We're going to yeah. pack it wherever we go. And that's the whole thing is that like, I think. If you talk to IGN fans, you have rolled with us and stuff before. We will do whatever we can to make you get in. So I, I can't tell you to book tickets. I can't tell you not to book tickets. Yeah. If you're taking a risk, I don't think it's a huge risk. If you come out and you need hotel accommodations, you can stay with Andrew Goldfarb. Yes. At his uh, apartment. All I'm saying is if you get me a Sandra Cohen statue, I'll take care of you. A lot of people have asked you know, for hotel <laughs> recommendations. We haven't given them out because, again, not sure. Where I mean, the, the event's going to be. So exactly. Really the closest one to the office and where I stayed for Beyond 200 is the courtyard by Marriott. It's like three blocks away. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually the exact halfway point between IGN and Eddie Rickenbacker's. Right. Again, now, we talked about this a few shows ago. I am wanting to do something special. I want to give people, when they come here, 
a schedule of activities, things that happen. People have been writing in, are we going to be doing tours of the office? I'd like to think we could pull it off on Friday before the show. We could yeah. have like times for people to come through, get you in different groups if you want to A come. kissing booth we could do. We want to do a kissing booth. A dunking I booth. We still need to come up with an activity <laughs> we can do on Saturday with people. Or Sunday. Or both. Because, um, I mean, I, I suggested the Giants game. You all rolled your eyes at that. So. I don't mind going to No, I would go to the Giants game. I mean, if we got bleacher seats, right, for a terrible game on a Saturday. I mean, I mean I, is there a game that – have we looked if there's a game that we can? No. Okay, okay. I'd rather not be that organized. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, right? I yeah. would rather, like, all roll out to, like, underdogs at 2 p.m. You'd all like, – okay, so you'd rather roll out with two, 300 people. You think it's going to be that easy <laughs> to spread to that word? Has anyone tried to talk to Nick and, and, and try to sort out – Scarpino? No, no, like Taco Shop yeah, and Taco, Underdogs, Nick. Nick, the guy that owns Taco Shop. It's his way. That's it's his point. way or the highway. He's there sometimes. I see him. Like, sure, like sure, sure, could, sure, sure, sure. Um, maybe just see if we can if we take can over guarantee, Underdogs. Yeah, if we can say like, hey man, like we have like two hundred people or something coming here. Yeah, maybe he'll even let us do it for free, especially because we spend thousands. Some of them are actually. even underage, Nick. <laughs> that will get well, see now saying that too that's another thing too that i think pete's might work too right yeah even if you brought a hundred if we went there at two o'clock oh, on a saturday and it wasn't a baseball game it wasn't a baseball day then we could do it no problem yeah yeah pete and then or sunday Pedro we all meet up in the park and play some hacky sack mm. just this just true san francisco experience yeah let me look at the Giants' schedule okay hey greg hey how you doing i'm doing pretty well this is i i'm liking the room i'm enjoy- we're all in a good mood lately yeah at least today you i have to say you are back to being greg miller like you were you were getting there but you your oh, hair is cancer. totally yeah, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like, just recently. I've been super like I'm angry all the time. No, it's no, really stressful. Not. Okay. Our our lovemaking has been a little more intense than I'm yeah, used well, to. Yeah. Take a douche. Yeah, exactly. You gotta put the puck on the net, man. I mean, that's the thing. By the way, he has taken over my computer that I brought in for Beyond Emails to run his hockey game. So, well, I'm just sick of this power play, Greg. Oh man, you're telling me. You gotta put the puck on the net and get the garbage when the on the net. I I don't think you want it on the net. I'm never a fan of when you get the icing. You know, when you throw it. Are we talking about kick? It crosses one blue line and then it crosses the other. Uh, you're looking at the Giants, and then they though? call you for sticking. It's like it's loading. All right, fine. Well, while you do that, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Rope Report. Time for some news. Greg and Goldie, there are nine items on the list. Nine is the most sensual number. The nine wonders of the world. The nine one one of Rope Report. So we're looking at July, right? July. I didn't say the nine eleven. Don't shoot your head like that. It's the week of July twelfth. Mr. Moriarty. Yeah. I believe it would be July 13th. Yeah, July 13th would be the day. That would be the Saturday. July 12th is the day? Is it no, our the, show. The, but we would want on, on the, the 13th. On the, yeah, so we'd be looking at something like the 13th. If this is correct, and it's not, because if, it's actually April on this map. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, I'll look number at, one. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open a new tab, all right, all right. on the c- computer here. All right, number one. Look how choppy that screen is. Jesus. The top ten best-selling games in North America in March are as follows. Bioshock Infinite, Tomb Raider, Gears of War Judgment, God of War Ascension, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, MLB 13 The Show, NBA uh, 2K 13, The Walking Dead Survival Instinct, and Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm 3. Now, here's the interesting thing, Colin. This was a five-week reporting period. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tomb Raider came out on March 5th, my birthday, if anyone was wondering, and Bioshock Infinite came out on March 26th, meaning Bioshock Infinite was represented, uh, I believe it was until April 5th. Fifth, if I'm not no April sixth. So Bioshock Infinite was eleven days, whereas Tomb Raider was like what, like thirty three days or whatever. Uh, and Bioshock still came in ahead of it, which I think speaks pretty well for how well Bioshock sold. Um, I believe the numbers GameStop was reporting was somewhere in the realm of like between eight hundred nine hundred thousand for the month. Yeah, it's great. Or there, for the eleven days, which is really good. There are a few notable things aside from that. I think two PlayStation exclusives on there. 
mm-hmm. um, Ascension and MLB 13, the show. The Walking Dead survival instincts on there, which is not surprising at all. Now, a lot of people were wondering how that could happen. And number one, people just don't listen to us. And number yep. two, yeah, Aliens sold really well. And number two, that is exactly what we talked about, right? The fact that they weren't letting us play ahead of time because they didn't want to get any bad news out there. And then you figured the Walking Dead finale aired, and they were like, "Did you love it? Here's a game." And exactly. So many people. Those commercials con- were brilliant. So and many that's people like- own consoles, and they don't. They don't care about IGN. They don't care about GameSpot. They don't care about any other sites that actually would be warning you about this. They just say, oh, I love Walking Dead. Yeah, I'll buy a Walking Dead game. Totally. And, I mean, like, those commercials were really smart. They were well done. They were timed perfectly. It was, like, the, the last commercial break, but while the, the show was still going. Yeah. So you were still watching. Um, it showed a first-person shooter. It, it pulled you in because you were already watching the show. Like, that, that was perfect. That was exactly what they needed. What the fuck is with this broke down Superman? Why is this? No, it's a it's a it's, it's a memo bot. It's cool. That's their style. I have a Master Chief that looks like that. I don't that. like this. No, okay. No, take this back. I don't want this. I have, I keep it in my pocket, so I always have a flash drive now. And July thirteenth, playing the Padres away oh, at seven ten. So we could do a Pete's Tavern meetup at like. Well, no one's yes, but watch that game away. Yeah, uh, well, it's sure, pretty sure. crowded during a away game. But a Saturday, like it's not downtown. You figure we're downtown yeah, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. that's true. That's true. No one's gonna come into the. Yeah, that's. But I'm saying point. if we got there at two, two or three o'clock, we could bring as many people as we sure, wanted. Sure, sure. Yeah. And we, but we all get act like we don't know each other first, so we get separate tabs. No, I'll you be, just I'll order from the bar. Yeah, I'm no. Pay for just, any you people. Listening yeah, just to order. For the, we'll put it on the record now. You order from the bar if we go to Pete. Okay. I'm Everyone has their own thing. Pay as you go. Pay as you go. You can see. You can get the IGN holiday party experience at Pete. Yeah, that's what we see. See how the other half lives. <laughs> I guess. I guess we go to Pedro's too. They don't even have. Sports yeah, stuff. get some of that authentic San Francisco Mexican. Mexican. Food. All right, Colin, back to focus. I'll tell you if they score. Number two, the they jerseys. scored. Beyond Two Souls. I don't believe it. Beyond Two Souls script is apparently over two thousand pages long. Now we just got it in the uh, in the mail. Uh, I wrote about it, I wrote about it based on a story that uh, you know that CNET had written. They had a picture of it. Uh, basically, it's a, a fake script uh-huh. that just shows how long it actually is, but all the pages are blank. So it was a really good use of paper. Yeah, um, we, won, we won the war on recycling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, actually no everything's the earth is all right now. I would say it's I about think. half as long as your history of insomniac article. Oh, yeah. Ooh. well, I'll take those as a compliment. No, I'm, I'm giving it to you as a compliment. The uh, oh, fuck, just me- left a puck in the bag of the nest. <laughs> <laughs> Put the biscuit in the basket. Remember, remember when, um, remember when the ozone layer was a big deal? Yeah, yeah. still is. No like. one gives a shit about that anymore. No, no, Gore does. I haven't heard anyone talk about the ozone layer in Al-Gore. years. Al-Gore. Let's no, bring it back. That shit's fixed. Write us in your your favorite. Uh, Send us fan art of the whole Neozone layer <laughs> to beyond at IGN.com. This show is really good. So I do far. want I do want to well, I guarantee actually you know you know how this goes. This is gonna be the show that everybody talks about is the best beyond they've ever heard. Because <laughs> our, our, our nobody listens to Beyond listens for the PlayStation News. They listen to best friends be idiots together. That's true. And I want to point out to everybody that I, I and I didn't think about this recently, but we had beyond our mailbag, beyond at IGN.com has gotten to be a very just a question in song place, and then but when we moved floors, I did remember from the original podcast room you salvaged all the Beyond fan art and all the Beyond photos. I'm pointing at Colin, and then from the pillar I went down and salvaged all of them. So they continue to move around with us. Oh, you know what? That that's right. This is the fourth podcast room. You in know, this I, building. When, when I said when I said that the, the this is the third one in, in this, this build, office. Yeah. The old one in Brisbane was the one I was saying reminds me of this room, but and even that was the second one. Right, in Brisbane, because right, yeah, the, there was Bernard's right. old office. Yes. Was the, yeah, Jesus. and in this building there was the second floor, then Abbey Road, and now here. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. So this is the fifth podcast room. Fifth we've podcast, podcast room. beyond it. Yeah. So this reminds me of 
the, cl- the cult second closet. one on in Brisbane. If you remember Game Scoops featuring Solius and Greg reporting from SFO, that's the room we're talking about. Remember that one, Goldfarb? I do, I do. You're a fan. Mm-hmm. Think about that, Goldfarb. At Beyond 200, you were just a fan. I was. And now look at you. Who do you think we're going to meet at Beyond 300 who will then get hired and be working here at Beyond 400? You don't have to name Calvin names. Calvin Coolidge. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Calvin Coolidge the fifth. Uh, also, Beyond Two Souls official box art, which is very cool, yeah, is on IGN right now if you want to check it and out. And it was really cool. Uh, they sent a DVD that Colin promised I could have, which I really appreciate. No, I never said that. We'll do a video on the script and all that stuff. Probably record it today and put it up tomorrow. Yeah, we'll get it tomorrow. Uh, number three. Two British Activision... This is just an interesting story. It's a weird story. Two British Activision PR reps have been charged... Oh, it's me, Kizza! Mm, exactly. Have been charged with stealing over $36,000 from Activision while working on Call of Duty. Catherine Kirton and Jamie Kay pled guilty to fraud and were given... Jamie Kennedy. Se- right. Were given suspended sentences. Yeah, that's his. That's Greg's mom's. <laughs> um, and uh, I just think that's an interesting story because they were... Bi- uh, this one This one woman, um, Catherine Kirton, uh, was accused of... Uh, well, not accused. They, they pled guilty. Yeah. Uh, she, like, paid for her engagement party with Call of Duty money. Yeah. And, like, went, like on shopping sprees for clothes and all this shit and they like and they got they got pinched for it but they got suspended sentences which is lame that's what I do with all that fat beyond cash we get every shirt you buy is a cheese pizza for me (laughs) that's why Greg and I are so fat number four a rumor from Kotaku indicates that the upcoming Batman game Arkham Origins will have multiplayer. We all hope that's not true. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you read about it and stuff? No, I refuse to read any more about that. So it's Joker. It's Joker. Or the rumor is that it, you you get to choose to be in Joker's gang or Bane's gang, and then you get to try to take down Batman or Robin. That to me sounds cooler than multiplayer that could have been. I don't want it to be I'm Batman and you're Bane, or the, I'm Batman or Robin and you're Bane and whoever, and we're trying to take each other down, or even left for dead, right? first-person shooter. I like the idea <laughs> that it's a co-op. We're working together to take down, like, super-powered dudes or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? That sounds all right. I meant that as a joke, by the way, but there is a Batman first-person shooter. Yeah. Gotham City Imposters. Right. You liked it, I think, didn't you? I think I liked it okay. You cheated a little bit in that game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I bought I bought the power up for right. double XP. Or yeah, double XP for like yeah. ninety nine cents. Yeah. How weird is it? That was two desks ago. I remember you playing that game. I can't. You keep, move a lot. I can't even keep it all straight yeah. anymore. Number five, a Ratchet and Clank movie has been revealed, and you can find out more Cheap. about it on IGN. The important stuff is that Ratchet, Clank, and Quark all have their original voice actors, and the movie will be out in twenty fifteen. You can see the teaser on IGN as well. You can also see the PlayStation conversation that's going live right now as we speak. I'll embed it in the Beyond article on IGN. So you should come check it out. I think we we raised some interesting points. Yeah, you're so. you're missing the really interesting uh, B side to that news story, mm. which is that there will also be a direct-to-video Heavenly Sword CG movie. Thank God. About time, man. That is just so... Like, the Ratchet and Clank movie, I wanted to roll my eyes up, but I watched the teaser. I was like, this is really fun. Like, I would totally that's see That's going to be a good movie, I think. Yeah. I, think that's gonna, but, I, I think, honestly, we were talking about this in the conversation, and the more I've thought about it today, I really think that's going to revitalize that franchise. Yeah, that I could totally catch I, I think it's going to do really well. Because what's not to like about that? Everyone loves that. And we're talking about the fact in the conversation, right, that... If you were a PlayStation 2 player and then you got old and fell out of video games and now you have these kids, you're going to want to take them to that and it's because you know those guys. The kids are going to get hooked on it. It's going to totally be like a Skylander or Spyro situation, right? Could be. Agreed. Whereas Agreed. Heavenly Sword will be none of those things. <laughs> yeah, Heavenly I mean, Sword, Rico, Heavenly Heavenly Sword came out in 20, 2007. is one game. Uh, Ninja Theory wanted to make another one. They weren't allowed to. And now, seven years later, you're going to do – or <laughs> six years later, you're going to do it. still a game uh, that they need to patch trophies for. Still a game that deserves a sequel. That's a good game. Yeah. And trophies. Yeah, trophies would be nice. Number six. Sony has revealed that PlayStation Plus users want more RPGs and action-adventure games. Did you see this story? Guys? I didn't see this. Uh, the company polled 73,000 people to find out what they wanted more of, and the results are pretty conclusive. Sony also revealed that PS Plus users have spent 6 million hours with Sleeping Dogs and Batman Arkham City, both offered for free in some territories nice. so far. 
pretty. I tell you, I mean, like I was thinking about this today. Like, I, you know, you, we talk about this all the time. We love our Vitas. Our yeah. Vitas are great. Yeah. But today, coming off Dead Ri- Dead Island and stuff, like I picked up the Vita, <laughs> and I was like, I, there's nothing I have on it that I was like, I want to play this. And then Thomas was alone was coming out. I'm reviewing uh, Zombie Tycoon Two. I'm gonna start that up. Those I wanted to play, but this morning I didn't have either of those. And what I, I still, man, I would kill for like a Fallout, uh, just a Western RPG. Roam around, quests, go do everything you want. Open world on the Vita would be awesome. Soul I totally agree, bro. I mean, even if it wasn't, you can't e- talk about what you think of it yet, right? No, I can. What, I mean, like, because remember, I w- you gave it to me to play with you, and I played through like the like the, the intro and like maybe two missions, and it was like I see why people like this. I don't know if it's doing anything. Yeah, it's it's. I wrote a I wrote a preview about my first the first fifteen hours with the game or whatever. I'm gonna spend you know about thirty hours with the game before I review it. Can I borrow uh, your cartridge if you want? Uh, Caleb Lawson already did. But you can talk to him oh, the, the okay. gameplay lab guys probably actually have it now. Um, so yeah, you should have it tonight if you'd like it. Uh, it's cool. It's good. Like yeah. I, I think you know I, the best way to compare it. It's like Monster Hunter, but really the the, the thing they compare it to the most is Ragnarok Odyssey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and I really didn't like Ragnarok Odyssey. I gave it a five. It was yeah, it's just boring. It's yeah, just yeah, a fucking boring game. Um, and really repetitive. Now, Soul Sacrifice is inherently Soul repetitive, just like every game in that genre. The thing that Soul Sacrifice does, it has a lot of grit, like a lot of style to it. Right. Um, no, no and, that's for sure, for sure. Um, and they it has a story. It has, huh? You guys got scored on. No, maybe they're just hugging, Greg. Sacrifice. Maybe they're just hugging. They're just hugging on that spontaneous <laughs> hug. <laughs> oh, Sorry about that. That's okay. But I'm keeping you updated. No, I appreciate it. Right. Um, you can watch again. Was it a bu- oh, what a bullshit goal. Come on. This is what I hear out of this. Oh, I hear it 14 times louder out of his room with the door closed every night when these <laughs> games are on. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm a little crazy. But anyway, Soul Sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. I, I, I think that it's not going to be the be-all, end-all Vita game, if yeah. that's what you're expecting. Uh, but it's it's just got a lot of depth to it. And I think it, I think that it's it's kind of cool in that respect. There's a lot to like about the game. There's a lot of exposition and story in the game, which if you like that kind of stuff, is cool. It, I, I think it actually is kind of disruptive. Yeah. But it's there. At least there's context for what's going on. And the entire sacrifice, the idea of sacrificing in the game is actually part really of cool. You, yeah, yeah. Like, the one example I use in my preview is you can use it. They're called black rights, and you use them whenever you want. Racist. Right. And... Uh, so you activate the black right or whatever to burn yourself alive, and then you burn everything else around you or whatever, um, and then you lose half of your defense permanently until you use a specific currency that you find in the game to remove the black right's effect. Mm. So like you only use it if you really have to. It's a really cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, also the um, the magic and life systems in the game. You have magic and life, and like when you kill something, you can either take its magic or life. Sometimes you have to lose life to take the magic or vice versa. And so, so there's all these. It's it's cool. It's very cool. That's I awesome. Want, I want to point something out. I, I've, I'm really enjoying this podcast and hanging out with you guys and talking. And it just struck me why. I don't get to talk to you anymore at work. We don't sit by each other. Yeah. So now it's all like we're having. Yeah, like, we're at like three kind of. I mean, I'm like diagonal from you, but your, your wall. Too, well, yeah. it's, it's also your wall. wall. He's yeah. got that wall. Yeah. Because he can't look at Chuck. Right, exactly. Um. So, yeah. I put Colin, up picture, I put up posters and like in frame posters so I don't have to look at anyone just because yeah. it's actually distracting to me. Yeah, Colin's a claustrophile. He likes being in a, a small mm. space, isolated from everybody else. Um, That's what he gets off on. Yeah, deviant. Ooh. I'm gonna say two things. One thing number one that I'm going to say thing is um I I will Barcel sacrifice probably not tonight because I'm halfway through Guacamelee Hard Mode which yeah, I get really fucking milk in that one. I suck at that game, <laughs> but I only have one trophy left for the platinum. I'm gonna nice, do it. Congratulations. So I'm I'm like halfway done through with Hard Mode right now. I can't even imagine beating Javier. I have no idea how that's gonna work, but we'll It'll see. Uh, thing number two that I'm going to say is if you want an open world game, 
uh, you're gonna roll your eyes at me. You can do it. I won't. I'm shutting my ass. I don't roll. Um, I really loved Need for Speed Most Wanted on now, Vita. I don't roll your. I no. Enough people had said that. So when I was traveling over Christmas, I took it and played it, and it's fun. Yeah, but it's just like, I sure. I'm, I you know how I am. Like I want just like to be immersed and like the cars sure. do it for me. I totally see that. Yeah. I mean, for me, that game is like. That is the best open world game on Vita for me personally so far sure, because sure. it just like you, it never ends, you know, and it's like the full right. map from the console version. I really liked it, but no, that's fair. To each his own. Greg. Thank you, thank you for letting me be fair. Um, Got the anyway, what, what are we on? Number five? Uh, number seven. Oh, uh, nope, Back I was close. Seven. Lucky number seven. Retailers have begun to list Gran Turismo 6 on their websites, mm. and it appears pretty conclusively now that it's a PlayStation Ooh. 3 game. Both Newegg and Multiplayer.com have the game listed, and here's the thing. The latter site has box art for the game, and it doesn't look like it's bullshit box art. It looks like the real Gran Turismo 6 box art. I, uh, maybe. The logos are really big, and it doesn't have a Dude, car on it. It has the, the odometer, right? No, speedometer or yeah. behind it. Like it, it has the Peggy logo on it, the Polyphony Digital logo on it. Yeah, no, the like, logo, the logo looks like it. I think it's totally real. But the the little the Peggy logo and stuff are like six times too big. They're like really huge, and there's no car. Like I can't imagine them releasing a Grand Tourism game with no car on the cover. Maybe I don't know. I think it, I think it's pretty real. Can uh, we can uh, we make a bet about whether it's the final boxer? No, we can't. Oh, because it'll be different probably in every territory anyway. Well, okay, we'll call it the European. If that's the whether or not that is the final European boxer. Okay. They're shaking hands right now. The hands have been shook. Um, my theory remains the same as it has been for a long time. It's a PS3 and Vita game. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Sony yeah. hasn't talked about it. Uh, number, s- no, number eight. Uh, NHL 14's cover athlete uh, contest is now live. Last year's contest garnered 25 million votes. Each team currently has two members and will be whittled down slowly over time until a winner is decided like they did with Madden. Uh, vote for John Tavares. Number nine. Yeah, you should organize that. You should get that going. Because you know that... I would think, no offense, I think the majority of our listeners don't care. I know that we do, we've talked about this before. We do we have, have a lot of Canadian listeners. We do have a good hockey populace mm-hmm. that do, do actually care, but I think if you could motivate everybody to do it for you, there yeah. you go. That's like a dozen people. I know, at least. Yeah. Uh, number nine. This is the final one. Sly Collection has been rated by the ESRB for release on the PlayStation yes. Vita. Sony hasn't returned an inquiry from IGN to confirm the collection is coming, though the ESRB doesn't rate fake games. So expect, that this will, so, so expect that this will be coming on the heels of the Jack and Daxter collection recently confirmed for Vita. Which is really exciting to me. Both of those collections would be awesome on Yeah, Vita. exactly. That's, uh, that's how I want to experience those games. I played Sly 4 primarily on Vita. It was awesome. Hey, um, one thing that's not on there. Um, Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. Um, oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, so... You can do it. I have my phone open. Konami, no, okay. That's the intermission. Okay. Konami confirmed nice. yesterday. It's... Uh, Greg, you can tell me if I get this right. It's eight games. It is... Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, and 4. That's it's correct so far. Metal Gear 1 and 2. Metal Gear VR Missions. Uh, Metal Gear Peace Walker HD. Oh my god, there's one I'm Acid. forgetting. Nope. I'm forgetting one. Portable Ops? Nope. That's probably all. Greg, do you have That's it open? All I do have it open. Okay, what am I forgetting? I'm, uh, you got Metal Gear. Metal Gear Solid. You got Metal, Metal Gear, Gear Solid. Solid 1 through 4. Right. Metal, Metal Gear 1 and 2, so that's 6. Uh, VR missions and Peace Walker would be oh that's eight yeah I'm done <laughs> I just can't count <laughs> uh, so these they're doing the bullshit thing where like the Metal, Metal Gear one and two won't have trophies right yeah I mean like it's one of those <gasps> things where they keep they keep releasing the same package just different ways right yep like having the MSX versions of Metal Gear and Metal Gear two isn't news that was in the Metal Gear Solid three subsistence thing which was then in turn in the hd collection bundled blu-ray what is the mgs1 though is that ps1 classic yes i i mean so, i imagine yeah. they, they had done remember and that's the whole and that's why the whole, isn't twin snakes with trophies 
has a Nintendo thing. I mean, Who think about it this way. It's just like what they did with God of War, like you were describing the other day. This is just finally the bundle with literally everything. This is all the Metal Gear games that you can play on that platform. But then they are going to one day get the rights to Twin Snakes and do this all over again. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to play MGS1 again without trophies. Yeah. I've played that game too many times. Exactly, yeah. Um, that's it for the Roper Report. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Andrew Goldfarb, that Metal Gear collection looks pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's uh, coming in June, I believe. Oh, my God, but June's so far away, Goldie. Well, it's not that far away. If I wanted to walk into a store right now and buy games, where could I go to find out what games I could buy from that store with Mom and Grop? The official list of upcoming PlayStation software and all three platforms by the IGN editors. I like Colin stoic, but but that was the wrong way. I mean to say stoic, and now it messed up my whole thing. But I like your silent approval. That that little nod, I appreciate it. My head's just in the game right now. Yeah, you want the you look pretty good today. Camera back. What what does that say? Isolated. What is that? It's a band of some kind. No, it's a country company, Long Island company. Oh, why? What are what are they? They sell buffalo. They sell t-shirts. Oh, with buffalo. My is the buffalo like our logo? Like ex boyfriend for I had this, I got the shirt in like 2002. Um, is he isolated now? I assume so, with some other woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, PS3, retail, Dead Island Riptide. Great. I era. reviewed that. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, you I gave it a, a seven two. Yeah, we we'll talk about that. I, do, unless anybody else has some topic of the week, we can go off topic with no, that. Okay. But let's get through the rest of the list. Uh, Star Trek the game, and we just got it today. So Not a good sign. Uh, those are both available digitally on PSN as well. Um, PSN also gets God Mode, which I think our review goes up soon, maybe even today. Uh, and Soul Cal 5 digitally, and Blazing Angels 2 Secret Missions of World War II uh, digitally as well. On Vita, uh, oh, and, and PSN also has Thomas Was Alone, which is also available on Vita, cross-play, cross-save, I think, too. Cross-buy. Is, is it cross-buy? Okay. Uh, I just bought it before we came in here, but I only downloaded the Vita version. I need to look into what it. Did it, is cross, it is cross. What did we give it? A good score. Yeah, that's what I remember. I don't remember the exact thing. Uh, I'll, I'll, get, I'll dig it out for you. Cool. Vita also gets Draw Slasher, um, which is like an iOS game. Uh, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R. Bless you. Try not to sneeze. Uh, and uh, that's it for that. PSP gets Black Rock Shooter The Game, which is also available on Vita. And PS2 gets Fire Pro Wrestling Returns. Oh, That's man. It. Not bad. Here, trash can's over here. This way over here. Can you make it? Are you going to make it? it? Thomas was alone. Was Just giving blind it. Go blind. 8. Blind faith. 8.0? Yeah. Do blind faith. Blind faith. Wow. He nailed wow. it. Gosh not, darn it, Colin was... Moriarty, you beautiful bastard. <laughs> there you go. Cha-ching. What is it? Uh, what, what, what was the uh, when Shaq would, would dunk like? Shaq! No, no, bring, it, bring it down one time, big fella. Something like that. Remember? Remember? No. What? Nope. You didn't watch basketball <laughs> as a youngin, I guess. I did, but I wasn't like watching a lot of Orlando Magic. Is that what, who was calling this, or is it Bob Costas? I was on the Lakers. I don't. I, no, I, it's, well, a no, famous, it's a famous NBA. When you were younger, announcer. I wasn't watching freaking Lakers games. When I mean, I, don't know, I just watched you know the TNT. The uh, sure they know they know drama. You know, one, once in a while, watch the uh, <laughs> watch the drama. The like Clippers that. game yesterday. Yeah, the Nets lost as well. I'm sorry. Uh, How's well, that going? You're trying to become a, a yeah. Nets I'm trying to become fan. a Nets fan, but I'm not going to bandwagon it up. You know? Sure. Like, oh, I'm, are they doing really good right now? Well, it's one well, one in the playoffs right now. Okay. They're playing the Bulls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. Oh, they're playing the Bulls. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to. I don't want. Yeah. Bandwagon you know, I, I'm rooting for them. I'm pulling for them. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like crazy about the Nets right now. Gotcha. No time for that. No. I don't, I, I'm emotionally spent right now. Hey, Greg. Yeah. You know who I really like? Uh, no, Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is okay. Uh, Ryan Clements. I like Ryan Clements too. And you know what Ryan Clements did? He 
published a book, a he short did. story. He published a short story. It's Colin's available on Amazon. Yeah. I would highly recommend it. Do you remember the name of it? Foxfur. It is yeah, Farious Foxfur, A Story of Errors. Here's I what say. I do. When By I, Ryan D. Clements. When I went and bought it, I did Ryan D. Clements, and that's how I found it. So yeah. let's get it open here on the Amazon. Fe- yeah, Furious Foxfur and the Bottle of Violet. Oh, that's it, yeah. Parentheses, the story of eras. And what he's doing is every these stories are going to be totally separate. So, like, the sequel won't involve this character. It'll be a new character. But they'll make up part of this universe. That'll be the stories of, story of eras. Sorry, I'm distracted by Colin's gut. Over the weekend, it was number one in uh, mm-hmm. fantasy anthologies. Yeah. So that's it's, awesome. I and read it's because of people like you guys. Thank you so much for supporting him. For sure. And I read it, and it's I really, really liked it. Keep buying Vince his books, call, please. Vince is calling me. Let him answer. Put him on speaker. Yeah, me and we'll, we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk for a second while you do that. Hello. Keep buying the book because remember, yeah. he's going to have a child that I'm going to inherit. That's right. And I would like Fredericks to have to one money. hell yeah. of a package of money there. You for give him. him. You give him a foundation. So no, I want the money. I don't care. Oh, about you Frederick. want to take, you yeah. want to pocket the money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That maybe like Little Orphan Annie's mean. The uh, mean, yeah, well, like Carol Burnett. I forget yeah. what the character was. In that you're that you're movie. serving like like slop in a bowl and exactly. then using the money for yourself. He'll be singing yeah. about hard knock lives and stuff. Yeah. That's how he does it. We were, you were singing a Third Eye Blind song earlier. I was. All right, let's talk about Dead on Riptide. Okay, let's Andy do it. Uh, so, okay, so I, I haven't read your review. I'm sorry. That's okay. No but um, <laughs> the first Dead Island game did not do it for me. I, I thought it was kind of this derivative. One, this one won't do anything for you then either. Okay, so it's it just basically if you like Dead Island, you'll like this. If you didn't, you won't. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, I, I reviewed the first Dead Island for IGN as well, and I did like it. It's one of those – dead, and I gave it an 8, which was high. <laughs> Great on the IGN scale. Yeah, yeah. And – uh, obviously, I didn't run into the game-breaking glitches so many people did at the time. Damon. Yeah, Damon got yeah. stuck in a room with an invisible door, <laughs> so that was pretty much the end of the game for him. And obviously, you've seen plenty of people talking about saves getting eaten and this, yeah, that, and the yep. other. And obviously, Deep Silver Road p- patched all that with Dead Island 1. But jumping into Dead Island Riptide, I started it. The game runs like shit in the beginning. I was like, oh, God, like, you know, blah, blah. But just like – and I didn't think this was going to happen, especially after I played it at PAX and stuff. I was like, it's more Dead Island. But in the, when I started playing it, even though it's not running great and the, the cutscenes still look garbagey and stuff, the game's still fun. It's still fun to play through that and level up. Like Mike moved his TV back into the living room and played through with me for review. Co-op's still really fun. Like it, it does. It's one of those things where, for me, gross. No, I liked it. Did you see it? You Did I have a booger it? hanging yeah. on my ass? Well, what, you, you, tell you me. had you had a little a little wetness. Why I don't think it was like a like a proper yeah, booger. Gross. You, um, you, can, you want to wipe it on my sleeve? No, gross. That's even worse. Eat it. I might do that. Um, we'll vine it. Playing it, it was fun. <laughs> And so, you know, even though all that bad stuff happened or whatever, there's these little problems that are like, oh, this game isn't amazing. It's still like, well, this is still fun to play. It's still nailing what it does or what it's trying to do gameplay-wise. And we always talk about how important gameplay is, right? And I think that there's room in the marketplace for games that fuck up a whole bunch of stuff but are fun to play and do this and accomplish that. And so that's why it was fun to look at reviews on day, right? Because there was Game Informer with an 8. I had a 7.2, Polygon 5.5, Destructoid 5, and then... Uh, Kotaku hated it. Like well, they were really. Uh, Gamespot gave it a four, I think. Yeah, I, I don't think Kotaku did scores, but Tina was not positive. Yeah, on that game. And, it, well, and, and it's one of those things where I think that if you aren't in the mood for beating the shit out of zombies for thirty hours, then yeah, that's not. You know, I mean, like that's all it is, and it's one of those things where people who like JRPGs are fine with random battles and just going out and doing this and grinding and doing that all over and over and over again. That's what I wanted out of this game, and that's what the game accomplished. And you played the whole thing co-op with Mike? I did, yeah. I got it. And, that, and that's what started the Platinum Chase. I decided I was going to Platinum this game. And because Colin and I had a conversation when he was looking through the trophy list, and we came across that play every main story mission in co-op. And Colin, I think, famously said, well, if, you're, if, anybody, if you get that, you kind of have to get the rest. 
And me and Mike did it without even trying. And they were like, oh, yeah. okay, let's keep going. But then you ran into a glitch. Not right away. What happened is I went down the rabbit hole, and I'm like, I'm going to platinum this game, and I, I'm going to be the first in the world to do it. Like, I'm watching PSNProfiles.com. I'm, it's me, Mike, and then some people in, like, the United Arab, Arab Emirates. What is it? Yeah. Emirates. United Emirates. Arab Emirates. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm doing fine, but then there's 61 collectibles in the game. And so they don't show up on your map. Like, they, you don't see them. You have to run into these things. So I beat the game, and I'm down to my final few recordings, postcards, and all this other jazz. And – I was kind of like dead in the water, right? Like, unless I want to go through every level, every part of the map, really, like it's impossible, I think, to do it without like knowing where I was looking. And so that Sunday, I called over to uh, GameStop. They had a guide. I got on Muni, went off, bought it, came back, and then started going through with my Sharpie marker like a psycho. So where did they sell the guide before the game's out? Right. That's, I didn't even know really they did that. But here's the question. I was wondering about this this weekend. Yeah. Why did you – you went to Powell Street to get yeah. this thing? Why didn't you just get in the car and drive to where Wingstop is? And go to that GameStop would have been much. Quicker. I'm not familiar with that GameStop. Stop. I know also, the, the, I know the GameStop. Slim. If you want, if you went to the one downtown. on Powell, why didn't you call me and we could have lunch or something? Because I was in a hurry to get back and play it in the game. Greg, why didn't you do other things that I wanted you to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I get the guide. I come back. I'm crossing things <laughs> off, and it starts to become obvious that this guide was written before the game was finished, and things have moved around, and I'm going where. Uh, things are supposed to be and they're not there and then i'm noticing the numbering everything's numbered in the game so i'm like all i have to do is you know find recording number six or whatever in the guide and i'll go find it there but you go to where recording number six was and it's not there so it's like oh recording number seven was there when i picked it up and it wasn't number and it's this huge cluster and i'm like well i can't blame the guide like right i'm still out before the game this isn't so do you think it glitched and you picked up a recording it didn't count it i'm getting to it oh oh, i'm sorry i'm for sure the guide is broken guide is 100 percent broken and I'm like, well, what I'll do is, you know, I'm going by numbers. And so you figure you're going to places for recordings I already have. But if the numberings are wrong, I don't really know if I have that one. So I'm going there, looking around the whole area, and then I'm leaving. And so then it's one of those – when I, I, it was these postcards that were driving me mad. And I, I'm done with all the postcards. I've gone to every location, double-checked them, and I don't have the, the final postcard. And it's like I don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? I've missed something here. And so – I'm dead in the water again, can't do anything about it, and I start going for recordings last night, and I go to get a recording, and there's a postcard where the recording's supposed to be, and I'm like, what the fuck, and like, I look in the guide, and like, there's no, like, there's no postcard supposed to be where I am, so not only is the guide numbering wrong, the guide itself is broken, like, the guide itself is like, just totally doesn't have everything, I'm like, that sucks, at the same time, I see a tweet from Dead Island saying, our map app is live, which comes with a free code in the game, I download that, I jump into that, that has updated everything it's got the right things the one that Wait, was so, missing. so let me let me verify so the the locations in the guide were in fact fucked yes guide the, the brady guide is fucked with locations that's for pretty common things. unfortunately sure yeah, yeah i mean they're working ahead of the curve yeah. developer changes something yep. blah, blah, yeah, blah. they should get it right but yeah. yeah i agree i agree with you well that's you know the beauty of the internet right the, yep. the, the, that's why print is dying calm yeah yep uh, so now you can do it though now you'll be able to get it. it's not like me with plants versus zombies where i can just never ever get it now that i have the digital map i'm down to one collectible needed the digital map says Recording number five is in this bunker off of the biosphere. I go there. It is not there. I remember picking up that recording, and I have in my notes that I picked it, it uh, circled number five. Notes. Yeah, I, and, and the note says, picked it up, did not record. So when I picked it up, I was like, and I didn't put number five into my inventory. I'm like, oh, I must have picked up number six or number seven or number ten. Mm. Now I have it verified that I did pick up number mm. five. It didn't record. Now here's the other shitty thing that's on top of it being shitty already. It didn't record when I picked up number five. It must not have recorded – I have everything else in my, in my inventory that are collectibles. Sorry if you don't care about this, this story. I realize no, it's no, it's, it's fascinating. I have everything else in my collectible <laughs> thing here for the trophy horse who listen to this show. Uh, 
I have all the other collectibles except this one. However, Dead Island does the awesome thing like Borderlands of telling you how close you are to trophies. I'm two away from all the collectibles. So I need one collectible. All I have left in the game is one collectible to pick up. However, the master list says I have two collectibles left yeah, to pick it's up. Fucked. You're wow. fucked. So it's totally fucked. So it's totally fucked. That's if you're fucked. listening to this and you can update both Plants vs. Zombies on Vita <laughs> and Dead Island Riptide on PS3. Yeah, see, the, the hope is there's no hope of that being fixed. The, the hope is that they actually <laughs> patch this. Well, yeah. why can't they patch? Okay, well, we need to play your, zombies. Your shit is a Vita side issue, though. The no. game already thinks you have the trophy, and that's the thing. What the game needs to do, if the game updated to check for trophies as soon as you boot it up, it would unlock the trophy. Yeah, but then it would have to do that for everyone, wouldn't it? Yeah, what? What? A lot of games do that. Like if you boot up like Gravity Rush or whatever, it would check for the trophy the first thing. Whereas Planes for Zombies doesn't do that. It only does it that when you unlock because it. I never heard that that game was glitched until you did it. I think you had like a really rare glitch in that. No, game. because if you go on PS3Trophies.org. A bunch of people have had this problem. It's just most people have it with a trophy that you can start a new game, and it's like, oh, beat a roof level without using. I got it on the hardest trophy in the entire game and the most time-consuming trophy, so that's what sucks. I'll tell you right now, in my, for this thing right now, it will never be fixed for me. Guaranteed. Well, they'll, they'll, now, they will patch it, but it'll be, it'll, it won't be retroactive. It'll now, be that they'll it, patch this that next time someone ever fi- goes there, it'll record it fine. But here's the thing. Is it like um, – so in like Bioshock, for example, say you need to get whatever 61 sightseer things – if you get 59 in one playthrough and then start a new game, if you find the two you were missing, you still get the trophy. Is this like that? Will you be able to do it in a new playthrough and just play up to where that recording that you need is? I, well, that might work, yeah, if, I, if they – but I don't think it, – it's never going to repopulate because somewhere in the code, it thinks I have that, that, that Sure, so, so it really is like me with yeah, Plank for Zombies yeah. where the game I would thinks have you to, have it. I would have to start a new character from scratch and go again, which I don't yeah. – and here's something – Here's last night, I think for the first time ever for Mike Mitchell, you know how we have this argument, right, that I care about level and you care about platinum mm-hmm. and the, never the two shall meet, really. Right. We, Colin, it, it, I, I, Mike was in the room when I came to this realization that I'm never going to get this platinum. Like, it'll just never happen. And he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I don't care. And he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, I mean, I, I told him if it would have been 15 hours ago, I stopped getting trophies, and now I spent 15 hours trying to get this one last thing, and it'll never happen. I'd be furious, obviously, at that waste of time. But last night, completing other things, I was picking up two silvers and a gold, and I was still making progress. I was still the progress that doesn't matter, but the progress that you were no, the progress that Sony cares no, about, no, no, Colin. No, no. The, the, the progress that Sony cares about. I mean, you could uh, you can you can take a pen, this pen here, and add that platinum to the, uh, the list of the platinums you don't have. If you want to do that, but I don't. But again, nobody cares about platinum. <laughs> that was such an. Ag- <laughs> that was that was great. But like acting, I said all this, and I'm like, and, and I think my, I saw Mike's face, like, oh, like you really don't care. You know what I mean? Like that's just like. Can I just say how fucking nerdy it is that Mike was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like your fucking dog died. Yeah. yeah. All right. Portillo dies. He's like, move this dumb thing out of the way. I'm really <laughs> sorry about the platinum trophy. No, I had a great ride. And it's do like, a soul sacrifice. Sacrifice uh, Portillo to get that trophy. No, see, it, no, it's not worth it. I had a great ride. I, I had a lot of fun. Worth it. I had a lot of fun. Greg, if you want, when I get my guacamole platinum probably this weekend, uh, I'll dedicate it to you, Thank you in place of your if dead you have, Here's what you're going to do when you get your guacamole. To, to, for guacamole. solidarity, for guacamole platinum. You're going to get the platinum for beating the game on hard, but before the beta re, re, like reads... That you have I'd all the trophies. Smash my beat on the ground. Quickly shut it off. <laughs> <laughs> and when you turn it back on, I bet you don't have the platinum. That's solidarity. Why would I? Okay. Solidarity. Like shaving my head for, for a cancer exactly. patient. Okay. I did that for Greg. Yeah. Well, but you shaved your head anyway. But I did it for Greg that time. The, the timing coincidentally <laughs> lined up. Yes. 
<laughs> uh, let's take some questions. Remember, if you want to be part of the show, beyond at IGN.com. Just like Nick did. I haven't re- pre-read any of these, so if I get lost, sorry. Okay. Uh, Nick writes in with a Dead Island slash random question. Greg, in your Dead Island Riptide review, you stated that once you've completed the game, you cannot go back to complete side quests. Just to clarify, does this mean that you won't be able to start a new game and ha- not have your original upgraded stats? But okay, so basically, yeah, what happens is at the end of Dead Island, uh, when you're about to end the game, and I've already spoiled this as something else, heads up, you're trying to get off the island. Don't, don't get pissy. Uh, you go to climb on a boat, and as you go to climb on the boat, the game pops up, and he's like, whoa, great. If you, you want to go forward, fine, but that's it. You don't get to go back and do any of the side quests through this. You don't get to do that. You can restart. You know, you'll beat the game. Then you can restart with, with your character. Basically what's happened is you'd restart the game, and then you'd be your same level you stopped at. You'd still have your skill tree filled out, but I believe your weapons are gone. Like you'd have to go through and collect new weapons and start all over. And I think that it resets all of your quests. So like you'd have to go through and again. It might you might have the stats still that you've completed. Why do games so do this? Yeah, I thought it, as soon as it popped up, me and Mike were like, "What the fuck?" It's so just what, weird. It what we sense. did is we bailed out to the XMB, made backup saves, uploaded them to the cloud, jumped back in the game, beat the game, got the trophy for beating the game, and then quit back out. Put our old things in. I don't know what the fuck you just said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna believe that <laughs> that's exactly what happened. We we were very nerdy about this. They were very 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 nerdy. <laughs> make, make sure to use this pen, by the way. I gave you this pen. I don't want it because you, you, you gave it to me. And trophies and that you that you don't have. I mean, you can keep being a little bitch about this. Like you know you're wrong. You're on the losing side of the war here. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not losing. I'm as not soon losing. as as soon as the PSN changes to when you scroll over to the friends list and it, and says, it says eleven, no taxation, eleven yeah. platinums, yeah. then you win. Eleven platinums. No taxation, oh. fifty thousand platinum. <laughs> there aren't enough digits here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have that. They haven't invented that number yet, Colin. <laughs> On PSN profiles, I'm, I'm ranked really high. Yeah, Greg's ranked higher by level. For all but I think three trophies, I was the first in the world to get them in Bioshock Infinite. Oh, that's awesome. See, that's I, what sucks is I have all those dead, all the Dead Island ones. Yeah, like, I'm like out in front of everybody on, but yeah, I'm screwed. Uh, one more thing here. This comes from Michael Spivy. He writes into beyond.ign.com. This is my inquiry. I simply did not enjoy the original Dead Island. It just felt too hard, kind of boring and repetitive. And there were there was a lack of good dialogue or any human contact at all. This is probably due to me playing it solo. So if <laughs> Riptide really is better like for single players, or should I simply concede that I don't like this franchise? You don't yeah, like this franchise. You don't like this franchise. Don't. Yeah, that's Riptide, the that's the whole, that was my whole knock on Riptide, right? I was talking, I think we were talking about this before we went on the air. That yeah. I gave it an eight. I gave Dead Island an eight. Give this one a seven too, and I think they're great for what they're trying to do. But yes, they run badly, especially on PS3. PS3 is the worst one. Uh, dialogue and cutscenes are terrible. Like, there's no story to it. You're just yep. out there beating things up and leveling up and killing zombies. It's, it also just feels like if you have played a zombie game, you've already, in my opinion, it, it, it's just so derivative. There, it does nothing different for me, or not enough to grip me. Sure. I mean, I think the le- I think the the mix of Fallout level, like a Fallout RPG with zombies, is what it is. That's the hook to me, right? You can roll your eyes at it. That's yeah. fine. I'm just saying no. For, yeah, like, and I'm rolling my eyes as Andrew Goldfarb. I'm not speaking for anyone else other than Andrew Goldfarb. That's all you ever do on the show. Who are you channeling? Who Normally, channeling? Sean. <laughs> Normally I represent the following list of 11 other people. Um, oh, a lot of uh, this one guy on Twitter, of course, didn't have anything intelligent to say, but he took a shot at me about it and said, I can't believe that you didn't like Zombie You, but you like Dead Island Riptide. <laughs> and, like, I would have had a conversation with him, but he, said, he threw in some dick or moron or pathetic comment in there or whatever. Bias. Yeah, bias. You are biased. My problem here is that I think Dead Island's fun, and I didn't. I didn't have fun with Zombie U. 
Zombie, you you're using that cricket bat forever. You're not knocking heads off. You're not. That game looks sterile as shit when I watched you play it. Yeah, man. you didn't. Oh you, you watched enough of it to. I mean, in different strokes to rule the world. I know Altano really likes Zombie U, so more power to you guys. I just that was where quick, I came down. That quick one. thing, quick thing, quick, quick, quick grammar thing. Yeah. About the word bias. Oh, here we go. I like how you're gonna set people straight, Colin. Grammar with Colin. I, you know, people call you biased, you know, a lot on the internet. It's like yeah. whatever. It's biased. With an ED. With an ED. You like the be, education that you need to you use have the word a bias. bias. Yeah, you have a you can, bias. You can you have a be, bias. You can't be biased. Yes. You know, you're you're biased. Yes. So it's just a quick, you know, if you're going to, you know, insult me. Yeah, bias cool. is a noun. Biased is an adjective. Yeah. I'm just, you know, it's just one of those things. You see it enough and you're like, all right, enough. Someone's got to say something. Enough is enough. Someone's got to say something about this. Woo. Yeah. So I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. You did you're making a statement. This has been grammar with Professor Colin Moriarty. Patrick writes into beyond at IGN.com, just like you can. He says, do you think that the game of the year will be on a current or next-gen console? A current gen, because it'll be Bioshock Infinite. I say current gen, and I, I mean, I don't think it'll be Bioshock in the end. No, uh, but so. I don't – historically, right, console launches, like, games have problems. They're learning how to use this yeah. console and all this other stuff. It would have to be such a good fucking game to be a launch title in, in Winter Game of the Year. I've played uh, two games so far this year that I'm going to nominate for Game of the Year, if, you know, all things being equal. Guacamelee and Nino Kuni. Right. So one's on a handheld, yeah. and the PlayStation Three. The other's on the PlayStation Three. I think assume looking at the schedule, there's going to be some games that are. Yeah, there will be. There's always like a crazy one that surprises everybody. I think Last of Us probably is a pretty good shot. You're going to nominate Shadowfall for the Game of the Year. I think. There cool you go. I am personally. Yeah. I don't think that's true. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to nominate Mercenary. Mercenary. Oh. Yeah. Mercenary. Oh. Yeah. I. I'm actually. And again, many times I've talked about how I'm not crazy about Killzone, but I'm really excited for like a real first-person shooter that looks right. like it's good. It's from a first-party studio. Like that excites me a lot. Here's something I want to talk to you about, Greg. Greg that's me. <laughs> I was talking to somebody the other day, uh, Christine. That I wrote somebody. I think I responded to a Greg Atlas tweet. Same man, 420 on Twitter. And you called her Greg. No, and I, I said blah blah blah. Thanks, Greg. And I sent it to Greg Atlas. And then I talked to Christine. I'm like, it's I never. I don't know any other Gregs. You know what I mean? Like I guess like yeah. Greg Rice, but like. People I actually com- conversate with. Yeah, that's just to. a fake name. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I know. You know, Greg Rice. Who's Greg Rice? Here's he the thing. Double fine. There are uh, two Greg Rices. There's a Greg Rice at Atlas, and there's a Greg Rice at Double Fine. And you get an email sometimes. And I'm like, why is Greg Rice emailing me? And I'm like, oh, it's the other Greg Rice. Oh, I didn't know that. I've never. Yeah. I don't. Greg Wheat. Ah. Uh, Greg Gluten. Before we got him. there, I had something. Oh, Gluten Greg. Gluten Greg. So, something interesting I've noticed about Bioshock. Uh-huh. It totally has the Uncharted 3 syndrome. Everybody who played it early loved it. Nine, five, tens, blah, blah, blah. Amazing. And then everybody who's played it after has now is all like, it was built it's up not what I thought it was going to be. Sure, this is sure. gonna be so I th- do you think it's going to be game of the year? I Right now, that is the game to beat for me. Oh, I mean, sure. Like, a lot of people like Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider for me. Tomb Raider won't be the game of the year. Yeah, it just didn't. Like, I really like Tomb Raider. That game is very good, but it, it totally didn't live up to that for me. I mean, I don't know. Like, right now, Bioshock Infinite would be my game of the year for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I haven't played Nino Kuni. I, I, there's so, like, God, there's so much I want to sit down and play, you know? So yeah. it's like, I, I, for me right now, Bioshock Infinite is my game of the year. And I do think that it is very much in the running. I'm saying it doesn't have a prayer. That's what I say. Well, <laughs> uh, Luke from New York. Or actually, it's Luke for New York. I don't know what that means. He's running for uh, Senate. Beyond. Beyond. All right. I am ready for a spoiler cast for Bioshock Infinite. Thank you for waiting for me. I could hear stuff about this game for days. How do you guys feel about the ending? Uh, we're not going to spoil the ending here. Yeah, Colin hasn't played it yet. Or hasn't but it yet. there is a spoiler cast up. 
Yeah, with Kaz and Krupa. Yeah. You yep. go to the Bioshock Infinite on IGN video page. You'll find it there. There's a conversation yep. between Kaz and Krupa. It's Kruba. called, like, Bioshock Infinite ending discussion. It, they get, like, three very minor details wrong. If you would like me to clarify you on those three details, let me know. <laughs> Send me your phone number. Right? Yeah. Call <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. Um, we did have something else really cool coming, but uh, video team deleted it by mistake, so that's not coming anymore. Oh, really? That's sad. Yep. Oh, okay. Andrew from New Jersey writes in to beyond at IGN.com, just like Colin can, whenever he feels like it. Yeah, I write to myself all the time. He says, what's up, guys? Hello. Is hey. it bad that The Last of Us comes out in June and we haven't heard anything about the multiplayer? Is it destined to be bad? Thanks, Beyond. Andrew from New Jersey. I mean, my guess would be they're waiting for a multiplayer-focused event or something. Yeah, I also kind of don't care about yeah, them. Like, they're not – like. That's the kind of game where it includes multiplayer, and they're hoping to incentivize users. It could be something really cool and creative, but honestly, like their focus is on the fact that it's a narrative-driven, like really cool single-player experience, and the, the multiplayer is there to add value. But the fact that they don't talk about the game is all the more appealing. Yeah, I know. yeah, I, I, that's I I'm, can't. Yeah, I am on stri- like I am on total media blackout now. I am done watching trailers. I am done doing anything. I had the kind of the realization that this time next month we'll have the game probably. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of yeah. kind of crazy. Sure. You know, yeah, we've been waiting for this one for a little while now. I am really stoked about yeah, the last one. I hope I'm, it's as good as it, it uh, appears to be. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, I know some stuff I wish I didn't know is number one, just from following all the coverage. Like, I wish I was going in blinder than I am. And, I'm, you know, you played it. I still haven't yeah. played it. Uh, I'm a little skeptical of, like, little things, like the detective mode, looking through walls mm-hmm. stuff. And, I mean, maybe in the moment while you're playing it, it's cool. But, like... They've shown so little gameplay of that game. They've shown lots of really cool narrative stuff that I'm very, very into. Gameplay stuff is, is currently the big question mark for me, and that's the stuff I'm hoping I enjoy as much as I want to. Yeah, I, I mean, it's one of those things, for sure, I think it's a lot, just like Tomb Raider, right? Like, I yeah. beat Tomb Raider and was like, awesome, and put it down and start a new game. I'm like, oh, wait, that hit game in multiplayer. Yeah, and I never felt exactly. the need to check it out or play it or anything. Yeah. And I think that's the same thing here, right? Let's keep people from trading it in. Let's get, you know, keep our Naughty Dog online audience engaged. But I think... I don't want to know anything else about The Last of Us. Me Just too. Drop the game on us. Let us play it. I think you've done enough with that campaign that people, you know, the PlayStation people are going to care, are going to be into it. And there was a commercial during The Walking Dead as well. I didn't but, watch. What? I didn't watch it. Oh, yeah. There was a commercial during the f- finale of The Walking Dead that there was a Last of Us commercial. But in the same way that Walking Dead Survival Instincts sold really well, that was because Sur- Walking Dead Survival Instincts, go buy it now. Yeah. And instead it's like Last of Us. Oh, that game sounds cool. You go to the store, there's no Last of Us there. Right. And well, it's also, yeah, I mean, Bioshock did that too. They had a commercial during The Walking Dead. And like, obviously, that's a great way to get in front of your target demographic and have lots of eyes on it. But the reason the Survival Instinct trailer works so well was because it's like, hey, you know those characters you love? Now play as them in, a, in your favorite genre of game. Like, that works a little differently. Sure. But, but I mean, if you, I mean, if you, the Last of Us trailer they showed was zombie focused. Like, you could, or you know what I mean, clicker focused or whatever. Sure. You could have mushroom head focused. You could have done it. They mushroom head. Interesting. Mushroom is fucked up. Portobello brain, they call them. You hunting them zombies, Mushroom Man? <laughs> we haven't done a Punkhead in you a know long punk, time. You know Punkhead's going to be fucking getting the last ones at midnight when it comes out. Yeah. Down about it. Mm-hmm. Punkhead's going to be the first one online. You getting that Whispers, <laughs> that whispers download pack, Punkhead? Can't wait, can't wait to <laughs> see that dynamic AI, Punkhead. <laughs> Eben, write, Eben writes in to beyond at IGN.com. Colin, mm. how does PlayStation Plus make Sony money? I understand that giving out Bioshock 2 would drum up interest and might lead to increased sales of Infinite, but what about Golden Abyss or Sleeping Dogs? Thanks for a great show, Beyond, from Cape Town, South Africa. Cape Town, nice. Um, I think that they make money based on volume. I think that most people that have PlayStation Plus don't download everything every time. There's probably some monetary payout to the people that mm-hmm. give the games for free. You have to also understand that a game like Gold of the Abyss doesn't cost Sony any money to do that because they own it. Uh, so they're losing potential sales, perhaps. But I think clearly 
the the mathematicians at uh, at Sony, the economists over there, and the guys that are kind of you know looking at the books and stuff like that, they're clearly making a lot of money on PlayStation Plus, or they would dial it back. You so. figure for sure what you're talking about not you know making money on games you already own. Sure, it doesn't matter. Give them out. You've mm-hmm. sold as many as you're probably gonna sell. But you figure for giving out an Uncharted, Golden Abyss, you people are like, oh, this is great. I want to play it on Uncharted. If I haven't played Uncharted three, I haven't played this. I have something else to play. But I mean, more importantly, you're getting people engaged with the PlayStation Network. You're getting them in the store to come download stuff. And once you're there and you see, I'm putting it in quotes, how easy is it is oh, to use Jesus. it, right? You're seeing, but you, you're engaging with a platform that a lot of people, I think, do ignore, yeah, right? A lot of people, it's the same way with uh, the Welcome Back program, right? For a lot of people, that was our first time really downloading anything from the store. But once they're in and using it, then you start browsing. You're like, oh, this game's out, and I can do this, and I can download that, and it'll only take me 14 years. Awesome, I'll download it. Yeah, I think you know. I think PlayStation Plus is probably a pretty rousing success for them uh, uh, financially. Uh, it's been an awesome goodwill gesture. I think it's definitely. Yeah. You see the people even in our office who only play their Xbox have PlayStation Plus and they like it or whatever. I, I still got to say though, like I'm still so proud of you and I. We were like OG. Like PlayStation Plus is awesome. People hated on PlayStation Plus for like, that was a solid. Still you were on guides. You were solid selling guides yeah. when you're doing that thing. Where is it worth it when you're going through? Yeah, so like solid track. year. Everyone was like, "This is fucking stupid." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's not. It's fucking awesome. It's yeah. like Netflix for yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. Like, what is the big deal? You know?" And, yeah. And then suddenly everyone loved it. And I was like, "Oh, well, we're ahead of our time a lot." Yeah. I'm like a hipster with PlayStation Plus. You're tastemakers. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. This is the cause. Hey, by the way, this is funny. I didn't even. I was going to tweet about this earlier, but I was like, ah, whatever. The moment's gone. I was. I went on the PlayStation Store to, to redeem a, a voucher code for the Soul Sacrifice Online Pass. Yes, Soul, Soul Sacrifice, Sacrifice Online Pass. And um, I like so I go to Cross Media Bar and I like boot it up and it takes like forever and I like zone out. Yeah. And then it suddenly like turns on. And I'm like, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> like it was like probably like 40 or 45 seconds. Where I was like, I forgot. I'm like. Why am I on the PlayStation? So I, I just like was staring at the TV with like out even thinking about it. Yeah. And I hear that like, Ping. like Batman Forever. Yeah. You had the box on. There. Yes, yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly right there, like that. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny as well. They need to speed that shit up. Mm-hmm. Final questions of the week come from Joshua. He writes into Beyond at IGN dot com with quick fires. Oh Goldie mm-hmm. still interested in a rapture based Bioshock movie. Um, I mean, if they get Ken Levine and like the team involved, sure. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would still, I, 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 at this point, don't think it will ever happen. But I think like, what if it's Mick G? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Wait, I, I met him. Yeah. When yeah, um, what's he doing? He seems like a nice guy. Yeah. He was really nice. Uh, I mean, the Gore Verbinski idea was intriguing to me, like, like having that guy involved. But I, I don't think it'll ever happen. But sure, if they wanted to do it, and if Ken Levine was involved and gave it his blessing, sure. Colin, mm. does your love of hockey? Colin, does the your end. love of hockey not translate over to the games? Like your video games? I think so. Yeah, I love hockey video yeah, games. You, you review them, review like, them yeah. every year. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I've been playing NHL hockey games since Ice Hockey and Blades of Steel on NES. By the way, I'm in the hockey news talking about those games if you want to go. And pick get up the, an issue now. Yeah, Who's in the cover? Uh, Ronick? Semen? No, Semen. I think. Semen? Nope, oh, Semen. Right. Semen? Semen uh, might be on the cover if uh, that's what you like to use your magazines for, but yeah. mine's pretty, pretty uh, on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> that's where you get all the good stuff. <laughs> and then Greg, Joshua's final quick fire. Give some details on your experience at the Moth. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I talk about the Moth all the time. It's a storytelling podcast, live uh, stories, or yeah, stories told, true stories told in front of a live studio audience. Uh, they do events around the country, New York being their main stage, and they started one here in San Francisco. Uh, I went to it, the first, the debut one. Uh, they're doing it monthly, so I went in February. And I got to tell a story. I got to close out the thing. I got to get up and tell a story. And the theme was secrets. And so my, my I'll tell you right now, I made, I made a calculated error. 
in the fact that I, I told the story like I would tell anyone on IGN a story. And these people are not IGN fans. They don't know me. They didn't connect. So I got up there. My secret was when I had cancer. And I, got, I told everybody about having cancer, right? And I was telling it as a funny story. And no one there thought it was funny that I had cancer or that I was so excited to did tell it, people. Did it bomb? Did it dive? It didn't bomb. I got uh, – they score you at the end. Like, they have three teams that score you to figure out who did the best. And then you can be invited back for Grand Slams. I think my, my average was – in eight two, I want to say uh-huh. my average out That's score. great. But then again, like <laughs> out of one hundred. <laughs> but do you think they gave you cancer score? I, that's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that I might have been it. Yeah, because it, it did not play well to the crowd. I was very loud. They didn't want to adjust my microphone level, so I was just like booming, and like people were holding their ears around the thing. But it was it was fun. I had a great time. I, you're I, you're a really good storyteller, so it it bums me out a little bit that that they weren't receptive to it. I, it's just that I I it, this is something I've dealt with a long time. Thing because before the moth even came out here. I would listen and be like, oh, man, I'd love to tell a story. But their stories are always so – I mean, people to come up and tell stories about, like, losing loved ones. Like, I mean, yeah. like, holding their hand while they die and, like, a flood and stuff and all these crazy things. And my stories are – like, you know, like my stories are always like, well, we got drunk in I college. I offended some kid. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I tell such goofy stories that I don't know if I play well to sure. a very serious NPR kind of crowd. Yeah. But I'm waiting. I, got, I have good ones in the wings for when the, the right uh-huh. thing comes up. Okay. So we'll see. I'll keep you posted. You should do a Tobolowski Files podcast. I should. You should tell him to do that. Okay. That's the other thing. I, we tweeted uh, for up at noon. We start these Twitter campaigns every so often. Somebody will be like, "Oh, you should do this," or have this person on, and they always phrase it like, "I'm being snobbish about it." <laughs> like, you should. You I should, can't believe you don't want Barack Obama to come on. You should totally have Aisha Tyler on, <laughs> and then you should you should go on our podcast, Girl on Guy, and it's like. We're best I, friends. So I let's would do it. love to do all of that. <laughs> you need to tell her this, not me. Yeah. 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 Fun times. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Podcast Beyond is a production of IGN.com. Please come here, watch our video reviews, read our articles, leave comments about Colin in every Audrey Drake story just to throw her off the scent. Yeah, I uh, love this idea. Uh, make sure you follow everybody on Twitter. IGN's IGN. I'm Game Over Greggy. Garfep is Andrew Gar. See, I always do that. Every time, yeah. Every gold farb. I want to say Garfold. That's what it's coming up. Garfield. No, <laughs> no, that's not you. Garfep is Andrew. Your yep. taxation is Colin. Um, this is where we get to Ryan's wrap-up. Colin, mm. play me out. Okay. This is weird. I've never done that before. Oh, yeah. Uh, this song uh, is, is somewhat special to me. It comes from my friend Ramon, my, one of my best friends from back when we went to Northeastern University together. We met uh, in uh, our freshman dorm the first day we were there. Uh, we met because I was wearing a 311 shirt. <laughs> uh, Ramon and I end up becoming famous friends. Greg knows Ramon. Ramon's uh, awesome, by the way. Yeah, and Ramon uh, is a musician. He he went to Northeastern for music. Uh, you know, he's a really good dude. He lives in Brooklyn now, back home. Uh, and he's uh, I've watched him mature as a musician. He's he's the t- most talented musician I know. And I've watched him ma- mature uh, as a musician. We used to you know play Three Eleven or Deftones or Incubus, or whatever. He, he's become I think more mature. His chops are just incredible. Um, and uh, he's in a band now called Ramon and Dylan, um, and it's actually – it's not just two do- dudes. It's actually a full band. Um, and he uh, – they just put out their uh, debut album. It's called Elephant Walk. You can find Elephant Walk on Spotify. You can find it on iTunes. You can find it, I think, on Bandcamp and other places as well. You can just Google it if you want to find it. You this song – I was kind of trying to figure out which song I want to use. I like a lot of the songs on the album, obviously. Um, I was going to go with uh, a song called uh, It's Only Exploding Skies. But I think the better song to introduce you to Ramon and Dylan's sound – is a song called She Knows, which is a song I've known for quite a long time and have watched Evolved as well. So this is She Knows by Ramon and Dylan. Buy the album on iTunes. It's my best buddy, Ramon. Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
Sometimes I do too much thinking. 